0: Hello America, I come to you today uh, with a grateful and humble heart, Uh, grateful for you, grateful for this audience, grateful for our freedom, grateful for the ability to have differences of opinion and be able to express them still in America. I want you to know I disavow and am angry, quite honestly, at the few people that went in to the Capitol and did damage to the Capitol and were trying to, were beating up police officers, all of that stuff. I disavow it. It's wrong. It 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 should not ever happen. It's discredited all of the good people that were there. That's my opinion. I want to hear your opinion. So far, I've talked to a lot of people that agree with me in fact everybody who, who's called in has agreed uh, there's some people that don't agree and i'm going to put them on and we're going to have a great conversation and we begin in 60 seconds it's <laughs> sounds a little like donald trump we're going to have a great conversation great it was great it's a perfect phone call coming up next uh i don't know if i've mentioned this or not but i set a new year's resolution to lose 50 pounds Now, I've I've discussed a number of ways to accomplish this with my wife. Uh, She didn't go for surgery. I'm like, I got two kidneys. How much does a kidney weigh? Uh, She did. She was not into any of those things. Uh, Anyway, uh, there is a there is a great way to lose weight, and that is to eat right. And so at night, I'm going to have grilled chicken. And yes, we are going to make it on the Rectech. Rectech is a way for you to eat healthy food that you've cooked on Rectech. Amazing little secret, even healthy food tastes good when it's been cooked on a Rectech. Tofu, not so much. My daughter has tried it. Oh, oh my, oh my. Everything else, great. Great. Tofu, not so much. Anyway, <laughs> RecTech I want you to A B compare. This is the best grill out there. Smart grill technology, it's a RecTech. Rectech with a Q. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com, Rectech.com. Ugh, tofu. All right. Let me talk to people who were there. Uh, yesterday. And I want to start with a couple of people that uh disagree with me uh the bottom of the screen i can't see the last one on the screen uh yeah, is it mike okay hi mike mike are you there man how are you i'm good sir how are you i am here okay
1: <laughs> well i uh i i love your show obviously i waited over an hour to talk to I'm you i'm sorry about I that. really i guess what it boils down to is this I know it's uh, it's a pleasure. A lot of interesting information out there. I I watched this yesterday on a limited basis, news reviews, whatnot, and trying to boil this down to one thing. I mean, is righteousness always going to be passive? I I just find too many places in righteous history where people just stood up and said, you know, enough is enough. And I guess, you know, we talk about the ballot box. We got to have the ballot box. We got to have the ballot box. But you know what happens when the ballot box fails? The powder box is next, and we didn't have that yet. But for one, I find it kind of comical that McConnell and a few others were talking about, you know, we're not going to be intimidated. Well, <laughs> the videos out there, they were all pretty intimidated because they thought that the people were coming for them. But this is this was not, you know, pitchforks in uh, in the fire quite yet. But you know, what well,
0: it, it, was, it. I mean, there were four people. There were four people that were killed. So let's. You know, let's let's not diminish what happened. Um, You know, this this is uh, this was violent. It was bad. I believe it was wrong um, because there are other options. I mean, I just talked about one a few minutes ago. We have to we have to organize at the state and local level. We've been trying to win it at the national level. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. We've learned that lesson over the years. And boy, did we learn it this, this time. The states are the ones that control the voting process. We allowed our states to go completely out of control, a few of them. We have to fix it at the state level. The voting has to be fixed at the state level. And we have more influence the closer to home. Um, We also need to find ourselves and find out if we're living in a state that will hold the line against unconstitutional action. I believe that the, the best thing to do right now is to get your, your state, your governor and your, uh, and your, your house and uh, Senate to be able to stand up now and say, Hey, we're cool until you start messing with the Bill of Rights, until you start messing with the Constitution. If this is unconstitutional, I don't care what the Supreme Court says. I don't care what anybody says. If our state believes that this is wrong and unconstitutional, we're not going to abide. You can do it in California all you want, not here. And the states need the 10th Amendment. And we really need to stand strong locally that is, I think, the next step. Pull back and guard the home. Guard the home. You disagree with that, Mike? May I make two quick comments? Sure. I, I I would like to say that, first of all, I don't see much
1: chance of any type of change happening in the places where it needs to happen, such as Atlanta, such as Philadelphia, such as Chicago they, they're not going to change those those cultures have been corrupted mm-hmm. and beyond that I, I, I hear everybody talking about patience and I understand it's tragic that the, that the girl got shot that shouldn't happen
0: or the but three other not a person
1: people. there that was breaking into the Capitol. right well there's not a person that who was there that was involved in the melee who physically said yeah let's take the Capitol. let's go in there and show them that the people are here to let our voice be heard none of those people thought this was totally safe they knew there was a chance they could be repelled by the police, including getting shot. So none of those people took a risk without knowing. But you know, again, oh. I hear a lot of patience being preached here, and I'm glad that our forefathers weren't as pay- patient with the British as we're being told to be patient now. I think people are fed up. I think the ballot box. Do you how many, how many years? How, how many years?
0: How many years did our founders fight uh, the British uh, before the actual war? How many years?
1: Before the Revolutionary War? Yeah. Oh, it went on for 15 or 20 years. It went on yeah. for a while.
0: A little longer than that. And,
1: they didn't, and where it, it... they didn't, well, but I'm saying the real fighting, they didn't negotiate to the very end. They finally said, you know what, they don't negotiate in good faith. We will have to take up arms. So these people are there saying, hey, we're not taking up arms yet, but look what we can do with just showing up with a lot of people. And again, these people—they can get on TV and say, "Oh, well, we're not going to be intimidated." Well, they look pretty intimidated to me.
0: Well, it looks like I,
1: they, I, I, they I, a Mike. I, conscience.
0: I, I want—I want you to know that um, I respect a difference of opinion, um, and I appreciate—I appreciate your call, and you appreciate you be willing to have a, a decent, calm, collected conversation. I disagree with you. I am a student of history. I know what the founders did uh, prior. I know what Martin Luther King did, and I also know what Malcolm X was preaching, and Malcolm X was on the road that you are on today, and I understand it. I understand. Can you imagine? Put yourself. You think we have it bad. Uh, we've had it bad for what? 10 years? 15 years? Um, and I know this has been a slow slope, uh, you know, slippery slope, but we haven't really even begun to uh, approach where blacks were in the 1950s and 60s. I mean, you think we've been called names? Uh, how about blacks in America in the in the 50s and 60s? And they had been going on for a 100 years after they were enslaved. Uh, and and it was justifiable to say enough kill them kill them have violence white people bad they had justification to do that and say that that wasn't the way to win uh so you're not you you can have righteous indignation but that doesn't mean that your solution uh even if you're justified is going to work right
1: well I would be interested in your continued thoughts on uh whether righteousness can always be
0: passive and uh, no. what thought about when jesus cleared the temple because of the corruption so right and i will remind you of the uh uh the time that uh jesus preached peace every time including forgiveness of those who were crucifying him so uh he yes. he won in the end yes. not because he turned ask, over the uh, tables <laughs> he won in the end because he no, right. was peaceful
1: hey. And, and just so you know, the good news is the good news is you and I are going to win in the end
0: because the
1: reality is every day I wake up and I say, Lord, this is a mess, but I pray your will be done because I know that as people, you know, it's beyond our ability. We need you to interact. And I feel like he gave us Trump for four years. He used a, a mule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: some good thing. Yeah. And, and, and I have to tell you, Mike, I, you heard me. I'm sure you heard me before Trump got into office. Uh, I was dead set against him because I thought there's no way. And it really pissed me off when people are like, God's chosen him. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No. But uh, let me tell you this. God does remarkable things. Remarkable things. And he is going to take this horrible situation and it's going to turn out all right. He doesn't lose. He doesn't lose. Uh, And if we are always on his side miracles will happen he's never going to be on our side we have to be on his side and you watch miracles beyond our understanding will happen thank you mike thanks for a civil conversation you know i I think too we have to keep i'm glad you brought that up because there has to be some
2: perspective here right i mean you know people were 2016 happened. A lot of people in the audience have called us many, many times and and we've talked about them as well. Really positive things that have occurred in that time. Uh, Good accomplishments and and advancing the ball the the, the direction we wanted it advanced. And, you know, look, that's not going to be the next four years right now. It's going to be, especially the next two are going to be incredibly difficult considering what just happened in Georgia. But, you know, we've had, in the last decade, we've had the Trump election. You've had two... Of the biggest uh, wave elections in American history, with the Tea Party in 2010 and
0: 2014, you have uh, changed the makeup of the Supreme Court. Changed the makeup of the Supreme Court, you which had is a major for the first time a president who did more than say, "I'm against abortion." Yeah, I, I mean, uh, he actually fought against
2: abortion. And, and it's and, tremendous. And you know, look, the I think I do think part of this. And I think part of it was with the BLM stuff in the summer and part of it is what's with the boiling over right now we have had the last year has been remarkably terrible I mean it, you know people have lost their jobs their businesses hundreds of thousands of people have died from a virus all of these things combined to a really agitated angsty sort of time and part of that is this, I think, you know, but you have to look at the bigger picture here. There have been accomplishments. It's not like Republicans and conservatives have been out of power for 50 years. And, There's been a lot accomplished recently. And we also should add on. And these are things that you've brought up in, in your books, Glenn. But like we've done things like eliminating billions of people out of poverty. Yes. You know, there, there have been incredible but, accomplishments. This is not the worst time in American history. And
0: And look at this as well. Look at what the left is doing. The left is so overreaching that Californians are saying, Enough, Gavin Newsom. It's the biggest recall effort in the history of America. Okay? Californians are saying, This is insane. Liberals have become conservatives. Liberals have become libertarians and said, oh, slow down on this big government thing. There is great, profound movement. Californians are moving to Texas, and I swear to God, if they wreck our state, uh, but they're moving. And the ones that I know, I had a real estate agent called me uh, and he said, Glenn, I want you to know Californians are moving into your neighborhood like crazy. And I said, do you have you checked them out? And he's like, yeah. He said, we talk. He said, they're conservatives that just have lived in California forever and just cannot take it. He said, one of them is liberal. He said, but he understood why he was moving to Texas. He's like, all of our policies, all of our policies are just bad for business. Everything else got to do it the Texas way. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. They're coming to Texas because Texas works. And Texas is a happy place. It is. It's a happy place. If we were just a bunch of, quite honestly, a-holes that were walking around, <laughs> nobody's going to move here. Nobody's going to move here. We were at our gun, like, you e- get out of here. Nobody would move here. You Got to be a happy warrior because people will be searching for an answer. And I got news for you. We got the answer. Conservatives have it. Small government people have it. People who, you want to fix the nation? What do you say we apply the bill of rights just that that alone will change the world back in a minute right. let me tell you about my pillow last night i told my wife it was about 1 a.m i've got to get up in four hours and then i put my head on the my pillow and i got up in five hours uh <laughs> Yeah, I've s- slept a really hard five hours uh, and it was good and I didn't toss and turn and didn't have to wake up and refluff the pillow or change the bed because I have a my pillow. It's a great pillow. Try it. Just try it it's A 60 day money back guarantee. And right now it's going to set you back if it's a queen uh, or a standard. It's twenty nine ninety eight. That's usually 70 bucks. If you want a king size, it's five bucks more. 60 day money back guarantee you have until March 1st. So you you take you take it and you're like, ah, oh, Glenn Beck, what a scam that was. I hate this pillow. Send it back. You get all your money back. I think you're going to love it. I hated it until I got the right one. MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Call 800-966-3117. Check out all of their great specials that are happening. Just click on new radio listener specials. Uh, And enter the promo code Beck, you'll find all of these discounts on all of them. It's MyPillow.com, 800-966-3117, MyPillow.com, 10-second station ID. All right, let me go to uh, Adam in Virginia. Hello, Adam.
3: Yes. Well, hi. Good morning, Glenn. Um, I was at the at the rally yesterday. I was right up front. I mean, the the rally was great. Trump was great. His control over the crowd was great. Um, and then we all marched down to the Capitol steps. I mean, it, it was great as well. There were no police, other than people in their cars um, blocking off traffic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very minimal police. Like. Um, the only way I know how to describe it is that there were more police at a football game or a sports game than there were actually in the city and having that presence. Um, and the police that were there, they were recording everything, they were interacting with everybody. It, w- it was great. Um, but then we get there, we get down to the steps of the Capitol. Um,
0: and what happened?
3: And you could Yeah, you could tell that there was some tension. There was definitely a lot of anger. Like, the crowd knew that we were going to go down to the steps of the Capitol. We knew we were going to get up there, but the police let us up there as well. Um, I didn't see a lot of pushing and shoving and tear gas, but you could definitely see that there was something going on. That, But it didn't feel overly negative or overly violent. Like,
0: But you um, weren't up I, at the I, front of the steps, or were you? Were you right there?
3: Yes, I, was, I was at the front of the steps. I did, I did not arrive there first, um, but I, was, I arrived right as it was uh, picking up according so to the time. And everything. If, you,
0: if you would have seen what you now have seen on TV where they're bashing police and breaking through and breaking windows and, and everything else, would, would you have supported that?
3: No, sir. Absolutely not. No, sir. Okay. I walked in expecting Antifa or BLM or some sort of counter protest or anything like that. And I came in with the mindset, I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm going to try and keep people from doing anything stupid. Good for you. Good um, for you. And um, there, there was no declaration of a riot to the to the crowd. There was no order from police that were there to to order people to leave there was nothing like that until 4:30 until someone got on a loudspeaker or a microphone or something and yep. said all right evacuate the premises and that was at 4:30 at uh 4:20 in the afternoon i noticed police cars coming from everywhere in the city like virginia state police local police from dc maryland police and i said okay Something is going on. Something something is yeah. wrong. And then like 10 minutes later, there was the declaration. And literally everybody cleared out right at 4.30, right when that declaration came. Like, like blocks upon blocks of Constitution Avenue stretching down past the Smithsonian Council, which is like three quarters of a mile away, completely packed with people.
0: So do you amazing. feel... I've only got about a minute left. Do you feel yeah. as though... Um the people that did engage in violence helped you, hurt you or were neutral?
3: The people that engaged in violence yes. definitely hurt us.
0: Good for you. Good for you. Um thank you so much Adam, I appreciate it. Um thanks for being there, thanks for standing up uh and thanks for, you know, if you saw anybody being violent, you said you were going to try to move them away from that. Good for you. Um There are many, many reasons that the left or uh, not the left, that the media. Well, that's the left. uh, The media will never engage on. There are reasons that we need to have an open conversation about. There are very valid that give people righteous indignation and feel like they're being stomped on. That needs to be addressed. Uh, But to have that conversation to move forward we must be consistent. If you rejected the violence of BLM and Antifa, you must reject, in my opinion, you must reject what uh, happened yesterday with those who were violent in the Capitol. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Reggie. He lives in Florida. He's so happy with Relief Factor that he wrote in before he'd even finished his three-week quick start. He's just been having a lot of aches and pains and stiffness in his joints. uh, Just the usual stuff that, you know, all of us seem to get. But it was starting to really keep him from enjoying daily life. He heard about Relief Factor. He, I mean, he, he picks things up quickly. He decided to give it a shot right away. And what do you know? He said four days into taking it. His pain and his stiffness uh, just fell out of him like there were holes in the bottom of his feet. That's what he said. Four days, and he's writing us. Relief Factor is a blessing sent by God. Well, Reggie, uh, I've been there. I know what you mean, and I feel the same way. Relief Factor. Not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Order the three-week quick start now for nineteen ninety-five. dollars You don't have anything to lose but your pain. It's Relief Factor. Try it. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. 800 It's ReliefFactor.com. All right. No, but
2: never more important to... Subscribe to Blaze TV. We need, the, we need it now more than ever. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn.
0: This is a Glenn Beck program. Facebook has just announced that they have banned uh, the president indefinitely. They say for at least the next two weeks until the transition of power. Uh, I got news for you. <laughs> After he's out of power, they're never going to put him back on um but uh they are out of the trump business now uh they say because of the wild events of the last 24 hours they feel that it is just the risk is too great to allow him to uh speak or have access to the people that follow him on facebook quite honestly when you squash speech things only get worse especially when the people that were protesting peacefully yesterday were peacefully protesting, we want our voices to be heard. Don't tell us we're conspiracy theorists. Can we just have a hearing and let the state legislatures work this out and let them have an open hearing in these states? That's what people were asking for. And the reason why people get upset is because they feel their country has been stolen. And the country is on dire straits, which it is, uh, and that they no longer have a voice at the ballot box because things were shady. You have to hear those charges and take them seriously, not at a Ramada Inn, not with just one side doing it, but in the set, you know, in the setting of the state house that needs to be done. And, uh, you're only going to make things worse. The more you call names, uh, you, uh, try to say that everybody on one side is bad. No, no, I agree with you that many of the people, in fact, most of the people at the beginning of the BLM March were good and peaceful. Uh, Didn't turn out that way in towards the end because it had been totally hijacked. I shouldn't say that good people were used from the beginning for a political and financial purpose of Black Lives Matter Global Inc. And by the way, uh, the local chapters of BLM will tell you the same thing today. Uh, So if I have to say, no, 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 there were peaceful people there. And I mean it. hmm, Don't you think? Others should point that out as well that maybe violence was wrong yesterday and violence was wrong for the 90 days in the summer and there were peaceful protesters and there were people who just wanted violence. Gosh, I think we could be consistent. It doesn't seem to be that hard unless you're in the press. And we should give a public safety
2: announcement to the left like What happened at the the Capitol is really bad. And I have not heard one conservative say anything other than that. Everybody that I've heard, at least, has been completely consistent in saying that what happened was really, really bad. We just had a phone call that said not so much. Well, I mean, I'm talking about public figures. I'm not necessarily talking about, uh, you know, everybody in the the world, obviously. But like public figures, you know, conservative personalities have said, look, you know, you need to be clear that this what happened in there, going in wrecking the capital, totally wrong. Um, we should make a public service announcement to the left, though, to un- so they know that their points when they say, "Oh, well, if they were black, they would have all been shot," are really dumb points. Like I-, I think they think they're really good points, but they're really dumb. First and foremost, some a white woman was shot and killed. By during a the cop. incident. By a cop during the incident. And it, right?
0: would, it would have been reported if this were a BLM thing. Mm, you made this uh, such it, a good point. It would have been reported as uh, unarmed black woman peacefully protesting shot by police. Right. And that's and how what was that's that actually
2: what it actually pro, uh, promoted last night. Do you remember uh, the headline? It
0: was uh, promoted woman shot and now declared dead at Capitol uh, riot right yeah 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 i mean and so you look, didn't know if it was a protester or an innocent woman you had no idea what was going on
2: don lemon went on this rant last night and oh my god was it dumb why i mean it just i it was a mistake you, i mean as dumb as don lemon's rant was
0: my dude, mistake at actually dude, listening to don lemon's rant i was an alcoholic for 20 years <laughs> i understand mistakes that's not a mistake. There's. There's something cruel going on in your own head. But you can tell he thinks this is an amazing point. And he's like, you know, the president of the
2: United States wanted to have a photo op at a church, and they gassed the people in front of the White House. And now, here are, they're just letting, the cops are letting these people. Did he run see them? Ga- all over the place. Did over he the see Capitol. the gas that was released yeah. on them? The gas that was released. They over, there are tons of videos showing thousands of people overrunning police officers yes okay this is and not beating they them. did not let Bloody. them go no beat, injured police officers in these circumstances they literally killed a woman four people died in these protests and in addition to that the the description of his of the incident they gassed him. I mean, tear gas was utilized. Do I think that was a good maneuver? No. They gassed them is a little bit ridiculous way to phrase it. And oh, really?
0: You're denying yeah. the gas that Hitler used to? No, no,
2: no, that's the whole point. They're not comparable. <laughs> but Oh, in, in, aren't they now? No. Whitey. And in addition to this, let's not remember the church he was walking to was because protesters set the church on fire.
0: <laughs> it wasn't just like he was going to a church for a photo op. Right. They set the church on fire. Could I, you know, what I don't want to hear from you anymore? Could okay. we just, could we just play Jake Tapper and uh, what he has said about protests? I mean, I think he says it all here.
1: Now, too many see the protests as the problem. No, the problem is what forced your fellow citizens to take to the streets: persistent and poisonous inequities
2: and injustice. Mm. And please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful we should point out that is not jake tapper that's yeah chris no that's cuomo. chris Cuomo. <laughs> it, it was marked
0: down on my sheet as jake tapper mm. i thought it was chris cuomo but mm. i thought oh we have jake tapper saying that too that's crazy <laughs> uh that's just the uh that's just the brother of the governor of of new york uh, show me where it says protests have to be peaceful mm. well uh, the constitution uh, is a great yeah, place would be to a start a great place to start but oh.
2: uh you know we should also point out Andrew Cuomo is awful. and Chris Cuomo is worse. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, let me go to uh, Will in Washington State. Hello, Will.
4: Hello, Glenn. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. So I, I just, it's, it's really tough. I'm a passionate patriot, and yep. um, it, there's just so many people in America that um, feel that they're just got a. a a boot on them and um you've talked about the bubba effect and i just fear that that's what the left is playing is they're wanting yep um that bubba effect and then they could just point their finger and say look look at these people look at these so-called patriots these so-called americans you're exactly right
0: you're exactly right and thank you for knowing the bubba effect you've obviously listened to me for a while the the Bubba the Bubba effect is when Bubba and the community have so much righteous indignation that they rally around Bubba, who's just killed a Sikh because he was wearing a turban, but Heath Bubba thought that it was a Muslim, but you couldn't really talk about Muslims because the government had excused all of this stuff. This this is not my theory, this is the Pentagon's theory. And You're exactly right. People feel righteous indignation. And so they'll see people do things like this and they'll say, yeah, it's wrong. But the problem is, no, it's wrong, period. Let's discuss what leads people to believe that it is justified. And what can we do about that? Condemn violence. Now, what do we do to make sure that people feel they have an outlet that is real, that people don't feel railroaded, and isn't just some panacea? So, you're exactly right, uh, Will, and uh, thank you for bringing that up.
4: I just, you know, it's it's hard to find peace through all this, but I do believe that God... um, you know, we had Trump for four years, and there has been a lot of glory that was given to him, and I believe that through this, God is allowing our nation to go through this um, to also bring glory to him. I believe that the the nation um, will draw closer to him and draw closer to each other, and I do find peace in that.
0: I do, too. Will, I tell you, yesterday I was so beside myself, I, I just didn't even want to do the show last night, um, and... Uh... And, you know, I I feel as though we have a boot on our neck. You the audience doesn't have any idea what we go through with Facebook and Twitter and and the left and the boycotts of sponsors and all of this stuff. You know, you don't need to know about it. You have your own boot on your neck. We feel it, too. Uh, And yesterday I was in great despair. Uh, And last night I read my scriptures and this morning I read my scriptures coming in and I thought he's got this. He has this. We just have to work to be on his side. Um, I didn't think good things would happen with Donald Trump. I thought really bad things. And some bad things have happened. But some unbelievable, like, miracle of God stuff has also happened because of Donald Trump uh, that I would have never, never thought could happen. Let's see what's going to happen next. That doesn't mean we don't stand up. It doesn't mean we don't do everything in our power. We just do the things that are a righteous and b part of a plan that will help us gain support and influence. And we've got to be happy warriors. We have to be very, very smart. uh, And we also have to take it to the local level we've got to get our states i really truly believe we've got to get our states to become sanctuary states what's your line i asked you that on monday in fact i asked you to tweet it out what's the line what's the thing that you say i won't cross this line i know i have several of them they start they start taking guns Mandatory buybacks, uh, they start uh, demanding that I pay super high taxes for guns or whatever. If they start collecting them or are telling me that I have to be on some national register, no, no. So what am I going to do about it? Well, I live in a county where I went and talked to the sheriff. And I said, what do you, what, 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 what do you see here? And he's like, oh, well, that's unconstitutional. And he said, in this county, we won't stand for it. He said, I don't think Texas will stand for it. He said, but in this in the Texas, if I have to deputize every single citizen in this county, I will. Good, good, great. I live in a place that has drawn the line in the sand, has thought about it in advance and said, we'll go so far. This one. Nope, not going to do sanctuary county sanctuary states. And the sanctuary is for the Bill of Rights. All right. So, you know, how you go to a restaurant and, you know, you're going to get a way better meal from the guy who spent 20 years studying under the best chefs in France and Italy, managing his own restaurants. than you are from the guy who's like, yeah, I, you know, I was working the fry later and sneezing on people's fries, uh, you know, and then just dipping them back in the hot grease because I'm pretty sure that would kill the grease, uh, kill the germs. Um, you know, the one's going to give you a better meal, right? That is the same thing when it comes to real estate agents. You need to sell your home. You need to buy a home. You need somebody who is the best in your area or in your new area. And we can help you for free on both both sides. Real estate agents, I trust. I personally, and so was my brother, tired of the hassle involved with buying and selling uh, homes and finding a real estate agent. I didn't even know how to look. Well, we uh, got together with about 500, according to the Wall Street uh, Journal, about 500 of the best real estate agents in the country. And we just started pumping them for information. Why are you better than the other? What makes a good real estate agent? What makes a bad one? Then we went out and we tried to find those people practicing those principles. And we're going to turn them on to you. If you're looking for a real estate agent, you just let us know and we'll send you the name and number of the best one that we think is in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for having an open dialogue, especially a couple of the people who disagree with me today. Thank you airing and having civil conversation is the way we're going to get through this. Uh, And uh, I have to tell you, I'm proud to be a member of this audience uh, to know you. And I am, uh, I am, I am proud of what the blaze and what this, uh, what Mercury has also done. Uh, That's my company. Um, And, uh, last night was a great example. Last night was a very tough show to do because I have the same righteous indignation you have. I, I couldn't take Joe Biden lecturing me about how the president needed to come out immediately and, uh, dis, you know, uh, disavow the violence. Oh my God. Where were you for 90 days? Uh, Joe Biden during the summer, where were anyone in power in the summer? Um, And I had a really hard time with that. And last night was difficult, but we went on the air and we reported the facts and the and I asked the tough questions that I didn't want to ask. And in the end, some of them I didn't want to hear the answer. But we asked them and they were answered by people who are witnesses who were there. And uh, Elijah Schaefer, who does not want to say Hey, these were our guys and they were bad guys. He did. And he has it on tape. And he knows who the bad guys are. You know, he's been beat up by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. He's risked his life, but he's consistent. And that's what this requires. For if you said it was wrong during the summer, it doesn't matter what your excuse is. It's the same today, and that's the way we can live with ourselves, and that's the way we win and attract new people. Uh, And I'm proud of the work of The Blaze and of you. This is the Glenn Beck Program.